And for that, they had the turkey gobble week, so we take that break off and things like that. Because plenty of hundred children named Vita study, we talked all over the day from the air that week. So we said this year, yeah, we going to wait till now, and then crack, we teach some more. So let me let the hundred children know what is going on, yeah. Now, and then let me go backwards in time. But crack, we teach a thing what been going on for now. So this time of year, people get into a number of different celebrations for the Holy Day season. And one of those things that we have now on St. Helena Island, ever since we've had the St. Helena Branch Library, is Gullah Night Pundit Town, which is coming up this Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. at the St. Helena Branch Library. Everyone brings something to eat or to drink, as they call it, potluck, and then folks enjoy a link between the Gullah Geechee Nation and the motherland. This year, it'll be the linkage or relinkage with the Igbo of Nigeria. So several different Igbo groups have been invited, and there'll be a number of native Gullah Geechis that'll be there in the house on this Saturday evening. So it's just a short little celebration to come out and at least honor the legacy of our ancestry that created Gullah Geechee culture and traditions. So if you can come out, come on out, bring something. If you don't cook, you don't bake, buy something, and then bring it, okay? And if you do cook or you bake and you do it well, then cook something, bake something, and bring it on with you, all right? And it should be a lovely evening. And so it's intergenerational, it's interactive, and it's just a nice time to dress up, come out, and just enjoy the holy days together with something positive going on that relates to the culture. Well, another thing that we celebrate, like what we just did up in North Carolina, and they're going to be doing this in Savannah and Charleston and various places, and again at the St. Helena Branch Library this year, will be Kwanzaa. And that will be coming up later on in the month. And so we'll talk more about Kwanzaa as the time goes on. But for now, I want to go backwards to a couple of weeks ago and then go forward to a couple of weeks coming up. Because it's been very interesting to me to notice the dynamics when you start to blend together people of different cultures. can still be of the same race, but not be of the same culture. Through social media, you start to examine the types of commentaries that people make, especially the opinionated commentaries, no facts checked, no questions asked, just opinions that people jump out here with. And also the thing that really gets me are the people who make these conclusive statements or put these questions up as if they are the judge, the jury, and the executioner about what stands people should take on whether they celebrate various holy days or not not seeking to find out and engage in the exchange of knowledge so that they can get some wisdom and understanding about wherever they're from, may not have any link whatsoever to the lifestyles or the history and legacy of Gullah Geechis, or just because a particular date is something that Gullah Geechis recognize it, maybe you don't get asked how we recognize it may have nothing to do with the way you recognize it. So instead of asking questions, I see that people have a tendency to just state opinions and seek debate 
a lot of trolls that are out there on social media. They won't comment on anything progressive or any of the positive things going on. They don't come out to any events and spend any money, support any of the Gullah Geechee businesses. But they have a critique the moment that they see one of these things that go on from November through the end of the year posted. They have some sort of commentary to make. So let's deal with this. The Gullah Geechee Nation exists between Jacksonville, North Carolina, and Jacksonville, Florida, encompasses the sea islands and 30 to 35 miles inland, which is also referred to as the Carolina, Georgia, Low Country, the Golden Isles, and northeastern Florida. Now, also the coastal empire. Now, within this region, there was chattel enslavement. When our ancestors encountered days that they were not in the field at all those days, working for somebody else to benefit from it, of course those were days of note. Those days became days of celebration. Those were also days where a lot of uprisings were planned and plotted and carried out. But if you don't realize and recognize that aspect of black history, our legacy as Gullah Geechis, of course, you can't grasp, oh, oh, Gullah Geechis actually celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Oh, Gullah Geechis actually celebrate Christmas and New Year's Eve. Yes, and there's a lot of reasons why. And there's a lot of dynamics associated with how these celebrations take place. But we're going to deal with the foundational elements of it. The fact that these were also times to reconnect family. These were times where they did not have to worry about the enslavers being around, overseeing, quote-unquote, them, and so forth. So this gave people opportunities to get in their boats or even to take walks, take horse rides, and go to other areas and reconnect with family members. Now, in some cases, those reconnections became permanent because those were also the times of the uprisings and escapes that many people did because there was so much other festivities going on with people eating and drinking and being merry, as one might say, dancing and playing music, laughing, joking, going out hunting, going out fishing, that there was a lot of movement happening that could shield someone moving to get away. So don't take things in your current context, your current limited context, and then feel as if your particular perspective on the political ramifications of these celebrations relate only to Europeans. Most of the things that have happened in North America, people of African descent have adapted those things so that it fits their particular vantage point and particular era of time that they are in. So to try to look at something just about in 2018, because it's knocking at our door now, and then based on your limited political understanding and limited historical information about black history as it is as a whole, 
much less specific to the Gullah Geechee Nation. And please don't dare to tell me that you don't have a limited perspective on the Gullah Geechee Nation. <laughs> you can email me and let me know your extensive knowledge, okay? Because when I'm only seeing critiques and one-sentence questions, that tells me you have a limited perspective because the people actually have the knowledge of living the tradition and culture and having all history passed down. These individuals don't have the time to waste on not overstanding because guess what? They're celebrating. They're still celebrating the major part of the legacy, family and land ownership. They have a lot to give thanks for during this season of the year for a number of reasons. This is also another harvest season. So one of the things that if you look at the religious aspect of our legacy, people would gather for worship services to give thanks for the harvest. I've even read things where people were praying to God to end the drought because the harvest season wasn't abundant for them. And this is after chattel enslavement when they are growing their own crops as well as during chattel enslavement when many on the sea islands had their own task or half task or quarter task or eighth task to grow their own crops on. We did not only grow crops for the enslavers. We also grew them for ourselves. It's self-sufficiency and a level of autonomy on the Sea Islands, even during the transatlantic slave trade, the era of slavery. So when we start to dissect things, let us make sure we're taking out the right parts. Because if you were supposed to be doing heart surgery, you ain't got no business dealing with somebody's stomach. But some of these things that we do uh, goes back to what I said in the beginning sitting and dealing with opinion as opposed to doing research and definitely not engaging. Social media is supposed to be for social interaction, interaction. So you do an action, someone else does an action. You ask a question, someone can have an opportunity to educate you, to inform you, because every black person in North America does not have the same culture and definitely does not have the same cultural experiences. And so, therefore, a lot of the different things that people do now have been influenced on the Sea Islands by others moving in or by native Sea Islanders traveling out, living in urban environments, going in the military, traveling to other countries, and then seeing what people have done out there, even to other states. I know people in my family who said they did not go through any bunch of turkey, bacon, and all this kind of stuff when they were coming up because of a Thanksgiving. There was food, but it was not this overabundance of food and all this bunch of decorating the table. No, they started picking that up as they engaged with people outside. When they moved and they traveled, they saw how other people did all of those things, and then they said, oh, well, we'll try that too. And then you'll go to a Gullah Geechee Thanksgiving and wonder, what is this? Is this Golden Corral? Because it's not restricted to a turkey, some stuffing, some cranberry sauce, 
and some and some vegetables, you will in fact, and a cousin and I were talking about this, find people with oyster dressing, crab on the table, all types of seafood, along with a turkey, a ham, and all these other things. Now, some people just do all that because they just love to eat. Some do all that because their families are that large that they know everything that they cook will be devoured because the 25, 50 people are going to come through this house between family members, classmates, and so on during these holy days to come by, to chat with each other, to truly fellowship over a meal and to reflect on the things that have gone on in the past years, including what we've been able to come through, what we've been able to overcome, especially when we do things together, alive, and then to be on land. Now let's talk about the land and the month of November. The month of November is the end of hurricane season. The end of November is when hurricane season officially is completely considered over. Well, we live directly in a hurricane zone. If you have watched any type of weather broadcast over the last few years, you have seen how many different times we have had to prepare for the storm. People have evacuated from the storms, returned from the storms, had to deal with storm cleanup, restoration, fixing buildings back, all of these types of things. Do you not think that we will want to give thanks to the Almighty God for keeping us through all of that? Not just this year, not just last year, but over the generations. So think about what our ancestors had to have seen. They didn't have a weather channel to warn them of how intense a storm was going to be. But many of them lived through hurricanes, floods, disasters, as people would call it. So once again, if the transatlantic slave trade was not disaster enough, here it is exacerbated by something that follows the same route and arrives at the same shores that our ancestors arrived. And yet, in spite of all that was done to try to annihilate their very existence beyond creating them into chattel, into tools, into items of barter and sale, and things to be given as gifts. Human beings that were Gullah Geechee were given as gifts to people on birthdays, for weddings, and even at Christmas. So let's go forward. Yes, to know that your family is still intact for multiple generations, 
to be able to sit with elders in your family and they be able to tell you from one end of an island to the other end of an island who is related to whom, tell you about people that were adults when they were children, tell you how those folks lived, how they worked, how they thrived, how they survived, why your kid is so-and-so now because this one married that one who was a great-great-grand-uncle or a great-great-grand-aunt and how their property is still right across the road where this other set of cousins lives on it today and so on. Is that not something to give thanks for? When meanwhile, there are so many that wish they knew who their mother or their father was right now today and has nothing to do with human trafficking. person just decided to just leave their child, desert their family. So here it is that when these holy days come up, the foundational element of thanking God is there. That's the base that we then build the family on here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So, yes, these celebrations are joyful. They're gleeful. But they also are times where we need to pay close attention to another aspect of things that went on during chattel enslavement. These holy days were often the time where wine that people made, and I know most of you know my last name is Good Wine, and so my family does and can make wine. Many people make wine, and you can make it, you know, to be really strong, or you can make it where it's almost like juice. And here it is that many people will make wine so that they can drink enough of it so that they're stoned out of their minds. Don't know nothing what's going on. There are folks who make liquor do the same thing during these holy days that they turned around and call them holidays. The holidays were many times for these people who were enslaving the Africans to ply them with alcoholic beverages. You might say, well, I guess they figured because they drank, you know, it ain't a problem. They just gave them a drink to have a drink, you know, while they didn't have to work. Ha ha, yeah, look like that on the surface. But the reality is this. If you're drunk, you ain't running nowhere. And you ain't running very far. We can catch you. So... A lot of the aspect of what went into that was so that you didn't seek freedom. And there are a few people who pointed that out in their writings, in particular someone that I've read about since I was about four or five years old, and that's the great orator, Frederick Douglass. So you might want to read up on some of the things he wrote even about his life in enslavement and what he witnessed and what he analyzed that would go on in various places, on various plantations back then. So it's no different now. The plantations that are now the communities are often the place where a lot of this season to go totally overboard, go straight on into the bottle. And while you're there, there's somebody else happy you are because they still have meetings about your land and what they want to do with it, what they want to plan for it, and what they can come at you with to get it from you. So, as he churns say, 
stay woke. Part of staying woke is don't alter your state of consciousness for substances because then it makes it easy for you to be subject to various things. But it's not going to matter because once you sign them documents over, the courts ain't going to have any concern about what your state of mind was at that time. They're just going to tell you it's legally binding. And if you try to say, well, I didn't know what the law was, the ignorance of the law is no defense. So here it is that we need to recognize the legacy that our ancestors went through. And as the time goes on, we're going to get into discussing some more about the things that they did to be able to save for their land, to purchase it in the first place and then to maintain its ownership and what people are going through to do that right now. So I bring that up right now because also in November is when the tax bills arrived. Give thanks if you have family members that as soon as that tax bill arrived and you told them what their portion was, they went on and gave you the money. Or someone that could just write the check that went on and paid for the whole thing already, even though it's due January the 15th. Because there are so many people who want to have the party. They want to have the celebration. They want to eat the food coming up out the ground off the land. They want to harvest the oysters and stuff or the crab from the creek shore that might be part of your waterfront or marshfront land. They want to do all those things and talk about we land, but ain't a we tax bill somehow when it shows up. What respect is that that we have for what God blessed us to have? What respect is that for us to have for family that's on that foundation? So folks can go to all the church services they want. If you then turn back around and don't pay your share, that is the sin. Because to know to do right and not to do it is the sin. So let's not make it a sin and a shame during the holy days to put our minds in an altered state of consciousness that we're not awake and we're not woke and we're not paying attention to the true legacy of celebrating together in unity and then walking together. Walk together, chiller. Don't you get weary. Great camp meeting in the promised land. This great camp meeting just happens to be these holy days celebrations. So I pray that somebody has been enlightened about why Gullah Geechee's celebrate the way we do at this time of year. That we're happy to see one another. We're happy to see when someone is doing well. Ain't nobody got to always get together over a casket sitting in front of the room. But to celebrate the fact that we are the living legacy of the triumph of Mother Africa. That her seed could make it across the Middle Passage, through the triangular trade, land in soil of the sea islands, and then grow a mighty tree of more human bodies intertwined here, where we be Gullah Geechee anointed black wool chillin'. May honey chillin' keep shining. So may your gift be that of thanks to God this year. Because trust me, the more you give thanks to God, the more God will gift you with. And truly, Gullah Geechee became the gift to North America, a gift that can continue to give to people if people would yet throw a landmark. 
and be able to work with their families and not have wars against them during these holy days and be able to amass together, take the money instead of spending it in some major box store, big box store. I know a lot of y'all say, oh, too late, I already spent it a couple Fridays ago. Well, this beginning of the month, you should have some more money now. So here it is. Don't spend all of that money. Make it somebody else's family who knows nothing about you richer than they already have to the tune of billions. What would it kill you to put in your 100 or your $50 or your 250 or $300 on a tax bill instead as the gift honoring your ancestors to ensure that the land that you're an heir to will remain in your family for generations to come? That in the future they can do as our ancestors did. Take a respite from working for other people all year long and have an opportunity to join with the family, to give thanks to God for being family and for being on the same land, fulfilling a legacy of just who Hunter to be. So thank you, thank you for all the Hunter children who have take this time this evening to take care about the gift of the Golagichi. This year, the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he hung a chiller and tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Happy Holy Days to Hunter Chiller and all Hunter family, wherever Hunter to be. Peace and blessings. See you Saturday.